Welcome to City Council. Welcome to City Council. I'm Paula Viganalan. And I'm Ellery Smith. What is up with you this week? So many things. I did good in my acting class. You take acting classes? Yeah. Where? It's online. Okay, cool. But my teacher is, I feel like people could do a character of an acting teacher and then... <laughs> and it would be her. It would be her. And so like everyone's a little bit scared of her. Oh, really? And like don't want to disappoint her. That feels very New York. Yeah, she's she had a, a conservatory in New York for there a while, and so then I did well, and she was like happy, and then I was like realizing I was like totally seeking her approval, and I'm like after the stuff that she's told me about what she's told other people, I should not be seeking her approval, but I am, <laughs> and I do want her to think I'm good. Good for you. That's fun. <laughs> I keep being like, should I take an acting class? But I just don't want to act. Yeah, you don't act. I don't act, but people are always like, oh, do you act? And I'm always like, no. I think you would be great at it. I just don't, I think the but issue if, is I don't have the patience. Yeah, if you don't yeah. want to do it. Exactly. Then why would you want to do a class for it? Yeah, <laughs> I guess just to be like more well-trained or yeah, like maybe. cross-trained. But I'm like, if I really think about it, I don't want to be auditioning. Yeah. Like ever. And I don't really like being on camera. So I guess it's just one of those things I don't have to do, but I feel immense pressure to do. I think it's because everybody could see you like killing it on Euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hack for a beautiful woman to want to be an actress. Oh. So that's my take. Bunch of hacks, all these models. Actually, it's less hack for a beautiful woman to want to be a model than it is for a beautiful woman to want to be an actress. And I do believe it's that. It's less hack for a beautiful woman to want yeah, to be a model? Yeah, to be a model. I feel like being a model, is that makes sense. But I'm like, being beautiful and being an actress, I'm like, find another thing. Find another thing? I think actors should look like real people. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, sopranos. Oh, dude, I think about this all the time with Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. That was like every extra was cast perfectly. Exactly. Well, they looked like real people, and now real people don't look like real people anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's, I it's, live in L.A. I know exactly, yeah, exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I went to, I interacted with a matchmaker on Friday at oh, an event. How much are you allowed to talk about that? I don't Not think so I'm much. allowed okay. to talk about it. But you guys will find out at some point, unless I'm <laughs> not in Unless it. you're completely edited out. Um, um, but basically, one of the matchmakers was like, oh, you shouldn't meet people online. You should meet people in person at, like, events because she was like, you haven't had a boob job. You haven't had a nose job. You're unique. You got to put the, you got to weaponize these things. And I was like, bitch, first of all, the fact that you know I haven't had a boob job, hurtful. Very hurtful. Very obvious, but very hurtful. That's Don't weird. mention to me. I want you to think my whole face is fake, okay? I w- that's how yeah. pretty I want to be. For real. <laughs> For real. Everybody in LA does have a nose job, and I constantly flip between really, really, really wanting them, and then being like, no, it's better that I don't have one, because now I stand out. Yeah, I think I, I went, I got over that, that bump, if you will, yeah. uh, because I had, I had to work really hard to love my nose, because people were just like mean about it from like yeah, very early on. Yeah, I can imagine on. that. For sure. Growing up in, in Utah. Utah. Yeah. Yep. I like my nose. I feel self-conscious about other things now. <laughs> Like, cause it's like, it's always something else. I it's not else. growth, but it's movement. It's movement. Know? It pushes me to movement. <laughs> I'm also like, I don't know, meeting people out at events. So I've heard that too. Like if you want to meet somebody, you should hang out at the places where like things that, you know, whatever your dream partner, you would want them to do like yeah. meeting at the library or like volunteering. I think that's like weird. But it's I'm very like, you, like the TV but, show. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly what I thought when that person told me that where I was like, if I see somebody reading silently at the library, I'm not going I'm, to approach them. I saw a clip of you on somebody's podcast oh, yeah. where oh my God, that's people asked like if thing. men should approach women at the gym. And then all the comments were like, no, that's allowed. And I was like, fuck Dudes, off. You people are, That's allowed. It's that's legal. Allowed. 
Where people were like, no, you just, one comment was like, you don't understand because you don't go to the gym. And I was like, you guys are, I'm saving you from yourself. Do not approach a woman. Oh, that's like this morning when I was walking the, the dog oh, yeah. and I was like, let's go, let's go. And then a man was like, well, you told me let's oh, go. So I followed you God. to this park alone. Fucking unbelievable. It's so weird. The other thing is I did actually have a lot of fun at this event, but it was like friends of friends. Everybody was like kind of vetted oh and like you know what I mean so it wasn't like just a random matchmaking event with random people but I learned that a lot of matchmakers go out specifically to find specific like men for the women or whatever you know what I mean like whoever they're matching with they like don't do as many events necessarily but they go out and they like no it's like singular like they have one client and the client like gives them a list of like likes and dislikes or wants or whatever yeah and then those people it's like a recruiting firm for a company Indian parents Sure. It's Indian parents. (laughs) If you want to get them into that, I bet they'd make a lot of money. I mean, that's what they do is what I'm telling you. Like, they literally just, like, pass around, like, whose kids are available. (laughs) And then it's, like, a resume. There's, like, a master doc going on. It's it's called Biodata. That's what it is. It's, like, a – it's basically, like, a LinkedIn profile but on paper. It's, like, a resume with a headshot. And yeah. parents can go on and, like, look for... Well, there's Shadi.com, which is, like, they have, like, actual dating sites. But, I mean, like, it's a lot of word of mouth. That's how, like, arranged marriages happen. yeah. At least in, like, the cities. It's Suggested different. marriages, yeah. Suggested marriages. Yeah, like, pushy That's marriages. Funny. That's so funny. Yeah. God, I'm glad that that doesn't happen in white culture. Just because some, the options are so bad. I feel like, though, that would save the rest of us a little bit if you guys were just... <laughs> I do think that that's true. Sometimes I'm like, don't burden another culture with this issue. Yeah. Just keep it, keep it amongst... And then I'm also like, do we really need more white kids? I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And that brings us back to adoption, which we were talking about we were earlier. Talking about off- How do you my- feel about me adopting a white kid and raising them Indian? Una reverse flip. Yeah? I think you should. Yeah? I think it would be better. You think it would be better if I if I adopted a white kid and made them be whatever and made them be like a, like a white cis boy, yeah, <laughs> who was raised culturally Indian? Yeah, I do think that would be better. Culturally Indian, culturally gay, culturally a femme. Yeah, no, I think that's fine. <laughs> okay, that'll be my next experiment. I always think about how <laughs> kids rebel against whatever their parents are. So like, if I were to have kids because I'm so left, I'm sure that they would want to be conservative. I literally, I've talked for ages about how like for 15 years I've been like my biggest fear would be that I raised a boring Republican and you would because we are so like do you know what I mean we're very vocal we have all the you know we're just specifically aligned on some stuff and our kids would want even though we're right our kids would want to push back against that so they would do whatever the opposite thing would be so they would like listen to lame music and go to CPAC yeah and like be a young conservative and then like all of our friends would roast the shit out of them it would be lame they would be lame, and I would let the friends do it. I'd be like, yeah, roast this kid. He's a loser. <laughs> like, so there are some comedians who are, like, formerly young libertarians and oh who are God. now, like, all the way left. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do know some, conserv- like, formerly conservative. Yeah. It's and they're like always the ones like, who are like, I don't think we should write off everybody. Shut up. But it is, uh, <laughs> there are also a lot of formerly evangelical people in comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they had to escape the cult. I think that that's it. Something about... I, I always think that, like, a, a shift in worldview is what makes a comedian. So somebody who's experienced something traumatic or, like, stepped off of one path to get onto another. But I also think sometimes you're just in a funny family. 
and like you're just like fun. I, the kids that I'm babysitting they have such good comedic instincts because their parents are so funny I, I really think that's like a level of privilege that people don't it talk, really talk is about. it literally because it is. happens it like I had privilege is. from my parent from my dad like knowing engineering like Dude, I was like miles ahead I was, I was like I had to work like basically my, all of high school to get a little funny and these kids are like eight and they're dunking on me and I'm just like it's not fair because you were raised by people who are funny yeah and also like I was thinking about it, like, I was trained to be ashamed of making jokes. Mm. Like, they would get mm-hmm. mad at me when I would mm-hmm. make jokes. And, like, not celebrated. Yeah. No, yeah. they would, like, they wouldn't think it was funny. That's they would funny. be disappointed. They'd be mad at me. And I'm like, imagine if I could just, like, riff. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I was just free to riff. I always think that. They have such a leg up. Yeah. Okay, shall we get into some trivia? Oh, yeah. You, I only have a few today. So okay. So you can go first if you'd like. Okay, I have some weird animal ones. I'm just going to go all the way out of order, just all over the place. What did Nigeria, the government of Nigeria, I guess, seize that were being smuggled to Hong Kong? Was it elephant tusks, donkey penises, hyena teeth, or wild cat paws? And it was like thousands of them. I'm going to go with donkey penises. It was donkey penises. They were being smuggled to Hong Kong. It was seized at Lagos International Airport. For, like, supplement use? Like, to be powdered and made into pills or something? I'm not quite sure. But at first, they were falsely declared as cow male genitals. But after due examination, my export officers discovered they were donkey male genitals. Wait, were they, was it okay to pass through when they were cow penises? I don't know, but now it really makes me want to understand customs. Dude, customs <laughs> is crazy. I always love when they're like, do not bring a single seed across this border or any, and I'm like, okay, I get it. Invasive plants are a real issue, but sh- let's chill out. They very pointedly tell Indian people because we don't give a shit and bring whatever we want. Funny. We bring like spices, we bring everything. Mm. Like literally we just like lie to their face and we're like, oh, we don't have anything. And then we have like our entire homeland in like three suitcases. I got my global entry and I interviewed. You did? Yeah, I did it years ago. It's It's been super helpful. Is it good forever? No, it's like every five years, but okay. it's like a hundred bucks and you, they do a background check and interview and like whatever. Surveillance state, he like pointedly was like, if you bring anything, it's going to violate it and you won't ever get to do it again. Okay. And I was like, okay. And he was like, you understand? And, Cause I'm like, I'm like, you, they always do it to Indian people. That's so funny. It's because we don't listen. <laughs> do you actually say pre-check? Pre-check is included. Pre-check is included. With global entry. I should do some. I don't travel internationally ever, but I think I should probably do pre-check. It helped. I mean, I had only used it recently coming back from India. Yeah, but it, yeah, I it just buzzed through. through. I mean, I literally have been out of the country one time, so I don't see any need for it. Although I would like to go to Fringe next year if we want to go to the UK. And then you and I are going to New Zealand and Australia. <laughs> we should. I'm going to try to do sets in England when I go to Fringe. Oh, yeah, you should yeah. for sure. It'll be super fun. Okay, so yeah, donkey penises. All right, this one's going to be a video. Which right-wing commentator's terrible audition tape was recently released? Oh, I've seen this. Tommy Lahren, Christian Walker, Candace Owens, or Madison Cawthorn? Christian Walker. I haven't actually seen the tape, but I saw the... Here we go. We got the results back from the prognosis, and it was really good. Like, 80-20. <laughs> and we had a little celebration that night, ordered a ton of Chinese food. And I, that night, I was like between my parents. We were watching a Seinfeld rerun. And suddenly, I couldn't breathe. It was like the world was no longer filled with oxygen. I started gasping. Okay, it's so bad. Panicking. He really does. I, they thought I was having an allergic reaction. Okay, it's really bad. 
So that's him auditioning for for Elliot, I guess played by Darian, on Euphoria. Yeah, that was him auditioning for Euphoria. He just lacks a certain draw. I'll say that. There's no... He can play one character, and it's just yelling at Kehlani at Starbucks. I was about to say, what's funny about that is, like, he's... In his own TikTok videos, he's so enigmatic, and he's, like, emoting and, like, is acting in the TikToks, and that was so plain. Yeah, I think it's because he doesn't know how to be anything except Except for for that that thing. thing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's the hard thing about acting. Sometimes, like... I am learning that I'll go monotone on characters on like characters that yeah. aren't as emotional because I don't know how to do nuance as oh. well. And like once you learn nuance <laughs> and once you learn like how to be like so true. Like I can do angry and, and sad mm-hmm. better than I can do like just regular friendly. Interesting. Because I know how to like draw those things out That's of me. That's also another reason I don't act is I'm just like so not interested in getting inside of those emotions all the time. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, You're already in grief counseling. Yeah, like, well, it's exactly what I mean. Is like, I don't need to be speed running through emotions. And I feel like people who do are freaks. <laughs> okay, Christian Walker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> okay, who were informed of the queen's death? All of, of us. All, all of us, but out of these options. The queen's corgis, the royal bees, the Buckingham Swans or the Royal Steeds? I saw the bees. Why do you always see all the things? Because we're on the same internet. The That's same true. corners of the, the internet. The Royal Bees have to be told, like officially informed oh. of the Queen's death and told that their new master is King Charles oh, III. Right. That is so gay. Because of, <laughs> because of a, a weird superstition that if you don't tell them about a change of owner, they won't produce honey or they'll like <laughs> leave the hive or die. So you have to inform them. England is so, they're such fucking freaks. And I'm like, it's crazy that you colonized like three-fourths of the world. Like, you people are losers. And then they're, they, like, draped the hives with a black ribbon <laughs> with a bow. The bees are in mourning for the queen. That's really funny. It's really, it's so dumb. Okay, this is an open-ended question. What are young Democrats doing to combat abortion laws in Texas? Huh. Are they registering voters? Oh, my God, yes! Yeah, oh, my God, good for they're me. They're registering to vote since Roe v. Wade fell... Target Smart found that they have 80,000 new voters through the end of July in Texas. Before Roe v. Wade fell, the Republicans had a 5 percentage point advantage, and now Democrats have a 10 percentage point advantage. That's very interesting. So they're like going to Texas That's to register to vote. very interesting. Yeah. I can't believe there were that many unregistered or maybe they're just. I think I think what's happening. I think it's switching. also like there could be students who could register yeah, in multiple yeah, yeah, states. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. choosing to register in Texas. That's true. The headline I read I think was like flocking to Texas to register to vote. Interesting. Well, yeah. we'll see how that shakes out. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So another animal question. Uh-huh. What did zookeepers have to do to get Chichi the chimp, who escaped Aww. from a re- Ukrainian zoo, to come back? <laughs> Didn't they offer him a, a, a hug and a bike ride? Yes. Oh, I had all these. Wait, wasn't there one more thing? I, I don't know. I had all these options that I, I came up with all these cute-ass options. Wait, what were they? Okay, they were like, <laughs> give her a favorite bo- a box of her favorite cereal, Fruit Aww. Loops, put her favorite stuffed animal on a stick and have her follow it, play tag <laughs> with her and trick her into her cage. But look, it's the bike ride. That makes me so sad. It makes me very sad. Also, I'm like, that's me. I see so much of myself in that. But also, like, just give her bike rides on the regular. Me and the kids I babysit. That's <laughs> you on the bike. I'm on They're the bike. pushing They're you. They're pushing me, yeah. <laughs> They're like, come on, grandma. Like, you like have the to meme. get back in the house. Okay, this one's kind of crazy. Steve Bannon 
recently pled not guilty to money laundering, felon conspiracy, and felony scheme to defraud due to his organization, We Build the Wall, tricking supporters out of $25 million to build a wall on the U.S.-Mexico border. What did he yell on his way into court to get arraigned? What do you think he yelled? Wait, this is crazy because I saw this clip, but I never watched, listen, but I never watched anything with sound, so I have no idea what he said. They should have subtitled it, those assholes. They should have subtitled it. Yeah. No, literally. Um, ableist. But what did he say? He said... You'll never catch me alive. Kind of. It's pretty close. Yeah. For every conservative... This is what happens the last days of a dying regime. They will never shut me up. They'll have to kill me first. (laughs) I have not yet begun to fight. At least I really believe that. We will never shut him up. We'll hear from him forever. Yeah, he won't fucking shut no, up. No, he won't shut up. That's That one is for certain. That's kind of like the whole Trump thing where we were like, you just have to shut up and like, about the documents. And it's like, there's no way. He can't there's help no himself. There's no way. He can't help himself. But I am like, it's just so... Like, I feel like, you know, I'm not a hardened criminal, but I do understand that the first thing that you should do if you're under suspicion is shut up. I like, think I think I would be... say anything. I think I would tweet about it. I think it would be so stupid. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, You're but like, I need so to put in my stand up. I know. I'm, so I've always like said that. that. I've always said, you know, me and Trump, yeah, Venn diagram. There are some similarities. Most yeah. differences, but some it's, similarities. It's like a Venn diagram where it's like the eclipse the and we're both staring into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. I forgot that he did that. I forgot that he did that. <laughs> I literally was staring into a ring light yesterday and I was like, I that get it. So I get it. I am. He is Stupid, dude. That was so stupid. Oh okay. Last question, which I'm sure you already fucking know. Sorry, I'm plugged in. Who said, I think societal collapse is in the air or it smells like it. And without being pretentious, that's why hopefully movies matter because that's the role of the artist <laughs> to shine a light on what's going on. Timothy Who said that? Chalamet, I was going to. He is such. I'm also like, listen, you gave four people a new chlamydia. Shut up. I heard that that was actually I so I had a viral tweet about Timothy Chalamet. I don't like it. Yeah, I was like when the vaccine was being rolled out, I was like, make Timothy Chalamet give everybody or like give Timothy Chalamet the vaccine. He'll make sure everyone in New York gets it. And then people under me were like, this has been debunked. It's not true. Like blah blah blah. Um, and I, I have was like, firsthand. Ooh! Not firsthand. I guess it would be secondhand. But people I know, IRL. Wow, that he gave chlamydia to? That we're at NYU at that same time, and mm. their friends got chlamydia. Damn. Okay, Chalamet. So I guess now in saying that out loud, it's actually third hand, but... Okay, okay, okay. All right. I, hope I have these matter. four for you. Okay. really easy. Okay, blank is the new prime minister of the UK after Boris Johnson resigned, causing the Queen's death. Liz Truss. Yes. Have you seen that girl on Twitter who has the has same name? Has been tagged yes. a million times. Yes, she's <laughs> I love it. That's every time, like, Matt, Matt Gates. Yeah, Matt Gertz. Matt Gertz and Matt yeah. Gates. Which NASA project was delayed again for a third time. Oh, what was the one that you did last time? I forget what the name of it was. Artemis. Artemis. Yeah, yeah, Artemis. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be another few weeks, but I sort of doubt it. Instagram was fined this amount for failing to protect underage users' data. Oh, I don't know. Um, it's a lot. Like, more than I would expect. Like, uh, $300 million. So, Four hundred million. Oh wow, that's weird. That was so close. Why do I get like the ones Whoa, that, that was aren't bananas? <laughs> bananas. <laughs> that was a snipe. Good for you. That was crazy. I always get the weird ones. I know. I don't know what that is. That's so funny. I don't know what it is either. Which American airport has had the most delays of any this summer? 
LaGuardia. No, but that is a really that's that would be my that because they fucking canceled my flight. Oh, they did. <laughs> when I flew into New York, I got out on at Denver, and they were like, "Flight's canceled. You have five minutes to decide if you're gonna pay like a thousand dollars for this United flight." No, they're not allowed <laughs> to do that. If they put me on a flight two days later, I would have missed my gig. Like they put you on a flight two days later. No, they're not allowed to do that either. They have to rebook you in twenty four hours, or they owe you a payout. Okay, well, I'm so gonna, next time I'm gonna be calling Southwest. Did you pay for an expensive flight? Yeah, but I'm gonna like I'm I'm in the process okay. of handling it. They Good. they said it would take thirty days to get back to me. Southwest, bitch. I mean, that's like today my car insurance. I'm billed again for my car insurance, like whatever, over six months. And they told me a week ago it was going up by eight hundred dollars for inflation. <gasps> so I'm just gonna pay this one, and then I'm gonna switch. But I was like, prove it. Yeah. Prove that it's for inflation. Literally, they can't, it's like landlords. They just like increase the rent and there's nothing you can do. I know. I gotta, I'm gonna switch it, but I just didn't have time this week. So I'm just, I'll be out $1,800 and kill myself. Uh, anyway. Well, that's one way to solve it the problem. It was Chicago. <laughs> but I like that you're like, I'm gonna pay first and then kill myself. Well, yeah. But I'm like, I'll just ride it for the next six months. And then on my next payment, I will switch and get away from this higher rate. But I like, yeah. I just couldn't pull it off this week and it, renews today the and fucking it's subscription yeah. economy it, no it literally is but i was like 800 dollars for inflation that's like rent yeah i mean yeah. some people run on my rent but yeah yeah some people in other parts and we will marry those people <laughs> yeah i'm sure okay well, anyway <laughs> it was chicago's midway airport oh yeah how'd you say that was easy all of these were like way more difficult than the ones i gave you <laughs> I guess that's true. Let's get into the headlines. The queen died, which I feel like we should talk about specifically because you're Indian and I'm Irish. Oh, yeah. We were having a good we old time. We actually were having a great time. It was a wonderful day. Probably best day it on Twitter. It was really fun. Since Trump had COVID, probably one of the best I think it was days. better than when Trump got maybe COVID. Maybe it lasted longer. Okay, but here's the real thing is I was awake for maybe an hour before she died. And I was like, oh my God, these tweets about will she, won't she. And, then she yeah. and I was like, the East Coast got three more hours of like. That's really fun. Yeah. I was, I was so pissed off to miss half of it. I know, but it's okay. They had, like, so many good good yeah, bangers. Yeah, there were some really, really good bangers. That's so true. So funny. I talked to someone. Uh, we were talking about how the queen died, and this one person who wasn't in the group at the time, we were like, oh, she's sad about it. And then she came over, and she was like, what are you guys talking about? And I was like, oh, the queen dying. And she was like, oh, it's sad, right? And I was like, no, no I'm happy she died. And she was, like, she was like, what? And I was like, I'm Indian. Where's she from? Well, girl. her I think her dad's British. Fuck off. No, she's really sweet, I'm but sure she's she also is. very white. <laughs> but uh and then and then she just kind of did that thing where she went, Oh and like ah. didn't like you know when white people are like, I disagree with you, but I know I'm not allowed to That's say anything. So funny. It was one of those. That's so funny. And then I had a show. I had a Zoom show on Friday. I'm probably going to release a clip from it. The person before me was Indian. Like, he was tuning in from Mumbai. Mm -hmm. And he made one small joke about the queen, like, comparing her to a cockroach, <laughs> which is, like, unfair to cockroaches. Ha! And he, somebody was, like, too soon, like, blah, blah, blah. And then on my set, I went fully in. All I had a great in. fucking set. <laughs> I was, like, riffing all these anti-British jokes. It was amazing. It was so fun. I was like, I'm, it's, we're ringing it out. I mean... It's our jubilee. Also, it's not like she... That's really funny. And also, <laughs> she, she died at 96 years old. Like, Who could have seen it coming? Literally. It's not like 
she was a even if she was a young woman, she still oversaw like some of the most horrific shit in the world. And I really hate when people are like, "Oh, it's like when decolonization was happening," and it's like, no, she still did like a fuck so ton of terrible that, stuff. Like, they oversaw. She still if if like if she was somebody who like actually gave a shit about what like her heritage did to other people, then she would fucking have given back all of the fucking so jewels. Would, yes. <laughs> Exactly. Like even the scepter, I was looking at how much like her scepter and her crown, like it's so it's it could have fed like so, so many, many fucking people. people. It's literally like she doesn't the, give a shit. The GDP of some country. Yeah. And then also like the National British Museum is like it's just like full to the brim of other people's stuff. It's just so It's like a lost and found for countries, except everybody's is. like It's like that it. quote that's like there are no third world countries, there are just countries who have been pillaged for the resources. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like pay them back. I also think it's like so dumb when people get sentimental about the queen. Like somebody online, a mutual got mad at me because they're like Americans are just going all out. You guys don't understand. And I'm like, I'm in I, like yeah. the fact that I'm speaking English right now means that I understand. And also like And also like at least my family left during the famine, which was orchestrated because of, like, England was in charge of what yeah. happened there. Like, that, it was, like, literally... And and when we were growing up, we just heard that there was a potato fam- famine. We didn't hear we never who heard was about fucking why. at yes. fault. Exactly, like, it was a sanction that kept food from... They were starving. They were they starving, were... and it was purposeful. And I saw, like, pictures online, too, of, like, Indian villages, like, like how malnourished they yeah. were. It was fucking terrifying. And the, and, Northern, and the Northern Ireland death squads, yeah. Oh it's God. a whole... And this summer, like, I went and I heard, I was asking a lot of questions of, you know, like, elders in my family about partition because everybody's take on it was, like, very interesting. And, like, all of their experiences I just wanted to capture, you what know? What years were partitioned during? So it was, like, 1947 was when India okay. got independence. And then, the like, partition, like, lasted for a while. Like, it took a while for everything to, set, like, kind of settle a little bit more. But it was just horrific, like, what they did and, like, how they kind of just, like, pillaged and then ran away and then like decided how the country's fates were going to be aligned and like my family was very close to being slaughtered like and there was a lot of violence so for me I'm just like I was just in India and I was just like fuck all of you like I'm so happy she's dead also the tendrils of colonization last for so long like just generations and generations and generations of not being able to get caught back up like something I've been reading more about is like the French colonization of Haiti and how when Haiti declared its independence France decided it owed like a bunch of back taxes or money or whatever like in the hundreds of millions of dollars and Haiti is still trying to pay that off even though the French were the ones that colonized, colonized them it. and took all of their resources yeah and Haiti is owed a debt to France for telling them that they weren't going to put up with it anymore that's it's fucking crazy yeah so the Queen died. There's a 10-day plan afterwards called Operation London Bridge, uh, which I do think that they owe Fergie. I literally, copyright. I saw that online and I was like, <laughs> did somebody steal from Fergie? I've been singing that song in my head for the last two days. But it lays out Charles, now King Charles III, his immediate succession and his wife Camilla, who is the person that he cheated on Princess Diana with, if we will all remember. She becomes Queen Consort, which I think just means like not active queen because it's not her bloodline. Yeah. Passive queen. Passive queen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Passive, passive queen. There's a period of royal mourning to be observed until seven days after the queen's funeral, which will be on Monday, September 19th. So we have a good fucking three weeks left of this. But I heard that it like really fucks with their economy, like all this period of mourning. Yeah, because they're shut down and stuff. And uh, did you see that there was a tweet going around that there was a sign on a bike rack lock that was like, this bike rack is out of use until after the period of national mourning. Yeah, there was just like so many like ridiculous things. things. And people were like, oh, like everybody's making jokes about it, but it's like really affecting our economy. And I'm like, that's you don't make 
I'm like, but we can also make jokes about it. I'm like, do they have do they have to change their money? No, that's totally elective. Like, I like I understand people on our money. I know I understand. I know that's so weird, but I understand like the people there being like, oh, we're fucked. But it's like also be happy the queen died. You know what sure. I mean? Like you guys can participate in the joy part of it. We get fucked over all the time. Yeah. yeah but yeah. no, they're just like ah, school shootings. You guys have school shootings. <laughs> well, this that actually really leads into the second one, where there are obviously a lot of planned commemoration ceremonies, but one is a two ninety-six round gun salute honoring the queen, one f- round for each year of her life. And obviously, our gun culture is not their costume, and that's <laughs> <laughs> deeply offensive to me. As an American. As an American. That's just the first day, two days, and I stopped reading the schedule after that because the next nine days are mostly random bullshit. But the body, like the queen's body itself is making the rounds and it's going to stop in Scotland for Fringe Festival. And then then it's going to go to London for viewing before it's buried. So UK citizens will have two chances to see the queen, one in Edinburgh and one in London. She'll be there for like four or five days each time. Afterwards, Charles and Camilla are going to go to all four of the UK countries and their first stop will be <gasps> Belfast in Northern Ireland, which I feel like is incredibly ill-advised, but have at it, boys. Whoa. And also, like, just leave them alone. Yeah. Leave them alone. Leave, leave them, them alone. alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually. Just fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck all the way off. And I'm like, just, uh, it's funny because I feel like so many white people don't have, like, whiteness works in such a way that it, it robs white people of their actual culture. So now, like, before Italian or Irish, you're white. But I feel, like, very connected to, like, what happens in Ireland. And I'm always just, like... You listen to, like, Irish music and shit. I do. <laughs> Actually, that band... You do. You're obsessed with this band. And they just followed me on Instagram. <gasps> I know. And I was like, ah, but they're, the members are, like, 22 or something. Oh, my so God. I'm not going to have... I'm not going to hit on them, but I uh, was floored. I was very excited. That's awesome. Yeah. Wait, what's the band name? It's called Kneecap. It's an Irish Republican rap group. So they're like obviously very political and they're like... Uh, but Irish Republican is different then. Yes. Irish Republican. I mean, I would hope that people listening to this know that, but Irish Republicans are for Irish independence and they stand very solidly with the people of Palestine and they're... Nice. Yeah. Did I tell you I took an Irish lit class in college as part of my English a double major. Was it just like a bunch of Flannery O'Connor? It was so much of that. I still have like a lot of those books and I was like obsessed with it. And I wrote my my thesis on like just the most depressing shit in Joyce and Dostoevsky. I was obsessed with James Joyce for a while. Oh, interesting. And I actually can kind of see that for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's I sweet. was like fucking Dubliners is Piano Man in lit form. <laughs> I was like obsessed. <laughs> and we had like guest speakers and stuff and like all the Seamuses came through. All the Seamuses? <laughs> well, we learned about them, but yeah. It was fun. There are so many of them. Yeah. Everybody's asking what will happen to the Queen's corgis. There were so many tweets that were like, they're going to be buried alive with her. I know. I kept seeing them like they're going to be put down. I thought that was really funny. She stopped breeding them a few years ago so that because she didn't want any of them to outlive her. But a few of them did. I think four. Can you imagine like they outlive her and then they, they just drop them off at the shelter? Can you imagine? <laughs> I can absolutely I can totally that. imagine I can that. absolutely imagine that. It also reminds me of when... Carl Lagerfeld, is that his name? Yeah. Died, and his cat became the richest pet in the world because he left everything to his cat. Based. <laughs> Not based. I'm kidding. Such a white person thing to do. It's very white. It's so white. I, actually, I have like, jokes about just, that. Just, you're just gonna, you're like deleting all of your resources. Why not give it to a charity? What the fuck is the cat gonna do? Die in four years. Like, anyway. Or at least like spread it around to all the cats of the world. For real. Like give it to a fucking animal show. Whatever. Yeah. Prince Andrew, famous pedophile, is will be inheriting the Queen's quarries, and he and his wife are taking 
care of them from now on. Aren't they minors? No, not in dog years. They're I know, but all, like all over age. Oh my god. <laughs> I did think about that. I almost wrote that into the script, but I'm like, those people are such fucking freaks. I can't. They're all freaks. I saw a picture of because everybody was roasting British people, and I saw a picture of this like fish with big teeth. Oh, I and saw they were that like, Tuesday, uh. and I was like, that's fucking Prince Andrew for sure. I mean, I love Love Island, and that's all it is basically. We'll go for a chat. The kids, I said they watch The Bachelor, and I'm trying to get them into Love Island instead. Wait, isn't Love Island worse for their age? Do you think? Maybe I should stop doing that. I think so. Oh, <laughs> because they don't. Because on The Bachelor, I don't think they talk about, like... sleeping together yeah. or whatever. I mean, they're using, like... Can you... Can you talk... You yeah. made the fucking motion finger with your hand. With the finger hand. motion. <laughs> and you're babysitting children. I don't do that in front of them. I'm being <laughs> ASL inclusive, all right? <laughs> this is a podcast. That's so... It's so for you the were dog. Like, it's you were for like, the dog. It's for me or for Tina. It's for you and for Tina. So that there's nothing lost in translation. Yeah, this is how I know you've been around male comics too long. For way too long. <laughs> Dude, this is such a sidebar, but it feels like since post-pandemic, we're coming back and doing comedy, there are, the numbers are off. I used to feel like it was like maybe 40, 60 male, and now I feel like it's 30, 70 male. Like way more men? Way more men. We were trying men. to, Christine Madrano, amazing comedian, shout out Christine. We were trying to figure out if there are in the open mic scene new women of color no, comics. No, there aren't. I haven't seen any new women at all. Get in there, ladies. I don't know what it is. I think like as things economically get... That's also true. In, you know, in, just in the country, people are like, it's more of a risk to yeah pursue art. And I'm just like, there aren't enough. And then like you go into these spaces... And they're so heavily male. And it's like, even 10 years in, I'm always like, oh, geez, this is uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I remember, like, when I was starting and I would, like, have material. Well, it was, like, maybe, like, a year or two in. I was like, oh, I have material that I know guys will ro- roll their eyes at. Mm-hmm. And I need women to be in the room. Yes. And otherwise, then I, nobody laughs. And then I go up. And then, like, the last woman, like, left right before I went up. And I was just like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Like, I waited Yikes. two hours. And that's, t- I mean, that's the problem with it. Anyway, so with the queen, Trisha... Paytas? That's how you say her last name. Do you know who I'm talking about? The YouTuber? Yeah, I know. I like, here's the thing. I know of her, mm-hmm. and I know that she's somewhat of a troll. Yeah. And I refuse, I can't do a deep dive. I feel like if I do you a deep dive. To. There's nothing really. I feel like my brain will go, like, I know she's, like, very well known. Yeah, but I mean, it's nothing that you couldn't assume without reading. Like, I don't know that reading I'm, about her will give you any more context. But I am, like, I don't understand, like, her viewpoint on things. She has no, she has, like, both no viewpoint and every viewpoint. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's. I remember she, like, she was being transphobic, then called herself trans, and then. Yes, of course, definitely. Did, she's all over the place. But she's not trans. She was non-binary for a second, and then I think she came back from that. But uh, came back from that sounds like there and back again. Uh, a hobbit's tail. Definitely was there and back again. But yeah, just a very whatever, just like an internet culture person. She's pregnant, and she tweeted out that she's a centimeter dilated, and then the queen died. So obviously, the whole internet was positive that her baby would be the reincarnation of Queen Elizabeth. So then, much so that Trisha had to put out a statement about it. I saw that video where she's like, to the royal family. she's like, my condolences, but my baby is not the queen. I know, but so she's still pregnant also. Trisha hasn't had yeah. a baby yet, but I just think that the baby's waiting until the queen's showings are over. Yeah. So I'm going to say like in two weeks when the baby does come out, that's going to be the, that's Queen Elizabeth. We'll have to see how corgis react. Around the baby? Yeah. That's going to be such a strange, but the tweets that came out of that were so funny. So our California governor, Gavin Newsom, 
right? French Laundry is Gavin Newsom. That's a really funny deep cut if you are from the area. I'm not going to explain it, but that's a good inside joke. <laughs> Signed a fast food wage into law, making $22 an hour, sort of. The bill just creates... Making $22 an hour the minimum wage for... Okay, sort of. Let me get into it. So okay. all of the headlines basically were being like, California governor signs $22 minimum wage for fast food workers. No. This bill just creates a fast food council whose job will be, quote, establishing sector-wide minimum standards on wages, working hours, and other conditions, unquote. So meaning that should this council review cost of living versus the fast food minimum wage, they could potentially raise it to $22 an hour simply because the cost of living is so high in California. The bill is really just supposed to give workers a seat at the table. So he got all the good press and nothing's happened yet. Yes. Okay, cool. Exactly. And I'm also like, why not just help fast food worker unions? But yeah, because they're already doing the work. Exactly. I digress. So this bill's supposed to give workers a seat at the table. Obviously, all of the restaurant groups are against it and made some very funny statements just about how it would hurt <laughs> McDonald's and hurt franchise owners. But a lot of people are for it, including like labor unions and places like the Economic Policy Institute. And yeah, I think ultimately it's a good thing, but you definitely had it right when you said he's getting all the press and nothing has happened yet. Wait, do you see Chick-fil-A's tweet? About this? No. On Friday, September 9th, a Twitter user tweeted, writing grilled spicy deluxe but still no spicy nuggets at Chick-fil-A. And then Chick-fil-A responded, your community will be the first to know if spicy items are added to the permanent menu, Dawn. And everybody was like, your Your community? What does that mean? Thanks, Chick-fil-A. Because he was he's black, so they think they were targeting black people. That's funny. I mean, I'm sure that they... It's just some poor fucking social media person, but also Chick- shut up, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Shut up, Chick-fil-A. And also, I hope open they do... Open on Sundays. Till you open on Sundays. Till you open on Sundays. Mouth. We're not talking to you. Yeah. It would be great if there was a $22 minimum wage. Yeah. I mean, that's the real problem with... People have been organizing around a $15 minimum wage for so long that it's now no longer... Yeah. Now it's outdated and you can't live off of that. The minimum wage debate is just fucking crazy. I can't believe that we're still... It's like $7.25 and then tipped workers, their minimum wage is like $3.50. That's insane to me. Which is insane. That's like, spam me last pizza money. Yeah, no, it absolutely <laughs> is. And the tipped minimum wage is really a Reagan-era policy, and it is very clear that it's for people of color. It's like to keep a serving class underneath, and he is like so clear in his rhetoric. And he talks about it in a bunch of the debates, but he's so clear in his rhetoric that it really is for like people they consider to be second-class citizens. And it, that's why it's like already service positions. It's just very strange. It's fucked. It's fucked. They're hopeful news. There's a UPS strike on the horizon, potentially. UPS drivers are represented by the Teamsters Union, and their contract is up in 2023 for renegotiations. Can you explain the Teamsters Union? Teamsters is just a labor union. It's the biggest labor union in America, formerly run by Mr. Jimmy Hoffa, who's buried under the Giants Stadium in New York. Mm. I mean, that's a rumor slash joke. Nobody knows for real where he is. But the Teamsters is the biggest union in America and they represent a bunch of like true labor people, including I think IATSE is a is a Teamsters shoot off, IATSE being the stage crew yeah. union out here. So this union, specifically the UPS version of the Teamsters, has not gone on strike against UPS since a almost two week long protest in nineteen ninety seven. If the UPS Teamsters do decide to go on strike, it would be the largest strike against a single business in the nation's history. What's interesting about that is that actually UPS is a very union-friendly place. They're one of the only companies in America that have added union jobs to their roles in high numbers in recent years. 
But the strike would include some 350,000 employees represented by the Teamsters at UPS. And I'm sure if you're reading about this, you can see a lot of people are pointing out that A, the UPS driver's average salary is like $95,000, which is really good, but it is that way because the union negotiated it. And then B, people are pointing out that UPS is a very union-friendly company, and that's also true, but the big issue on the table is that there is no AC units in any of the cars, and a lot of UPS drivers are collapsing from heat stroke, and during, like, you know, the climate change-induced heat waves, we've been having the insides of the trucks can get up to 150 degrees. Fucking insane. Which is insane, and people have died. (laughs) People have legitimately died. And there have been viral from videos delivering of, from delivering packages. packages. Yeah. What also? So, and there's no amount of money that can pay to compensate that. No, not and at that's, all. That's the thing is people are like, oh, like there are risks that you take in any job. And it's like, but people shouldn't have to have these like deadly risks in any job. There are LAPD officers who make $400,000 a year. And the most dangerous job, like in any job in America, number one is delivery drivers. Yeah. So I'm like, if police officers make $400,000 a year and they're really not in as much danger as delivery drivers based on the data. And they have protection from those dangers. Whereas like delivery drivers, their protection would be air conditioning. Literally, literally. And it's, it would not be an insane thing to have, you know, UPS outfit a flight of vehicles with AC. It's insane to me that they didn't in the first place. I know, but it really, also UPS is like every other company this year has had major record profits. Uh, Like, I don't understand how anybody can drive in this weather without air conditioning. Like I'm blasting the air conditioning in my apartment all the time. (sighs) Oh, it's... Bananas. Um, I wanted to bring up, there was a Business Insider article uh-huh. from yesterday, actually, and the title is Meet the Union Leaders Powering a Wave of Organizing at Amazon, Starbucks, Target, and more, and they highlight some of the union organizers, and so it's like, I don't know, it's just really cool that they're telling these stories and that it's like getting mainstream. So like Derek Palmer at Amazon in New York, they like talk about his story, they talk about Adam Ryan, who worked at Target in Virginia. Jesse McCool from Wells Fargo, Missouri. Jamie Edwards from Trader Joe's in yeah! Massachusetts. The first Trader Joe's union, they just voted on it and passed. Lindsay Price, Starbucks, Seattle. So it's just like a, a bunch of really interesting stories. And I think what was exciting more to me was like the headline and the fact that they're getting this, they're getting their voices heard. There's definitely a resurgence of the labor movement in America in a way that it makes me very excited at least. It's great to see. And it's led by a lot of very young people, you know? And from all different economic backgrounds, so... Definitely. Power to the people. Power to the people. Labor labor will always have more power than capital. It's just about being able to harness it together. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's exciting. UPS strike. Something that we should mention about that strike is 9% of all packages in the United States are delivered by UPS. If the drivers and delivery people were to take a strike, it would really affect a bunch of things. Yeah. Which is ultimately a good thing. That's what you want. Yeah. And that's how you get a strike closed fast. So they're in a very powerful position. Interesting stuff. Have you heard about the Las Vegas murder of journalist Jeff No, I saw this in the script and I'm very curious. No, but I'm sure that you've seen, it's been a headline that's been floating around, but basically Jeff German was a career investigative journalist in Las Vegas for the Sun. Oh, I did see him. Yeah, okay, yeah and yeah. he basically covered corruption everywhere from the mob to the NFL to the city's tourism fund. And he, a few months ago, did what was actually kind of a small-scale story about bullying inside the Clark County Public Administrator's office. It was such an obscure office that people didn't know what it was, so the story didn't even run on the first page. And then the Clark County Public Administrator, Robert Tells, lost his reelection. 
a few months ago. And then he went to this journalist's house and stabbed him to death. That's fucking crazy. Which is crazy. And the craziest part for me is I'm like, this guy, Jeff German, survived 40 years of, like, writing about the mob, writing about corruption inside, like, City Hall, writing about, you know, corruption at the NFL. Like, really big stories. And nobody had ever threatened him or done it. Or maybe they threatened him, but never done anything. Yeah. And then this, like, small, local, county clerk guy. Fucking psycho. Yeah. Insane. But... But local politics matter the most. Definitely <laughs> true. So true. And also, I read that this was only the ninth journalist killed in America in the last 30 years. Like, for this reason. Yeah, but we are also responsible for other... Like, Jamil Khashoggi sure, wasn't in course, the U.S. But definitely. But, I mean, that happened in Saudi Arabia, but we're, that is... But I'm saying, but, like, we enabled it. We didn't do anything it. about it. Yeah. Like, no, for we sure. We enabled it through... And then, like, you know, Shireen, the the Palestinian the journalist... Israeli. We enabled the Israeli army. So it's like... Definitely. They don't... They aren't Americans that are getting killed, but it's like... It we are contributing. We are enabling it. Yeah. yeah. But as specifically as it pertains to American journalists living inside America... Only nine in the last 30 years. So this was sort of a... And Salman Rushdie getting stabbed. Yeah, that was crazy. Although not a journalist, an author. Not a journalist, an author. He... What's going on with that? <laughs> I don't know. He's blind in one eye? Oh, shit. Off ventilator and talking. Okay, that's not bad. I know that he was stabbed in the eye. So suffered... Oh, he was stabbed in the eye. I, I thought, yeah. Suffered a damaged liver and severed nerves in an arm and an eye. Damn. Yeah, that's actually really crazy. That is... Real... I would love to care about one thing that much. To kill somebody? Yeah, to be like, or this like guy who killed the Las Vegas journalist, just to be so passionate about one thing that you're like, yeah, I'll do that. And I'm also like, do you think you can get away with it? Be, be for real. I don't think he's really planning ahead. That's true. I mean, he came, he came in with a bunch of disguises, but then he... Um, that is so funny. The master of disguise, <laughs> like, uh, killing you. But the police found him, and they looked through his car, and they found, like, bloody clothes, but the clothes had been cut up. Which I also thought was really funny because what? I'm like, that doesn't take the blood out of them. Was he trying to like burn it? I'm like, it doesn't. Like no, he was just trying. I don't know. I'm, you're right. I don't think he was thinking ahead at all. I don't think he was in the right mind. I don't think he was thinking ahead at all because I'm like, that doesn't get rid of them. It just makes actually more pieces of evidence to spread around. Have you seen Breaking Bad? You know no, what I mean? I haven't, but I get it. No, I mean that guy. Has that guy seen it? <laughs> you should call him up in jail and ask. I bet he's getting more dates in jail than I am outside of it. I actually think that is such a real thing. It's ridiculous. Yep. We'll get into that some other time. Tropical Storm K. <laughs> Next headline, me Next not time. dating. <laughs> Breaking maybe, news. Maybe you should look in prison. Then. Breaking news, not my hymen. <laughs> maybe you should go to prison. I, I told you I had jokes about how I would, I, like, I would much prefer looking in prison to looking outside of prison because I know in prison there won't be cops. What do you mean? Oh, that's, well, there definitely are, actually, cops in prison. No, but I just mean, like, they're never, like, they're the real criminals, and they're yeah, not, like... for sure. They're out on my Tinder, and I'm like, get <laughs> the fuck out of here. That's so funny. I yeah. haven't had, because one of my pictures on Hinge is me holding a sign that says, vote communist. Oh, nice. I haven't had one of those in a long time, but I did, somebody matched me, like, a few months ago. You know how you can see, like, who? Yeah. Like, see, somebody liked me a few months ago, and it was this guy, and he's standing in front of a painting of Ronald and Nancy Reagan. And not as a joke, so for yeah. real. Like, it was so clear that he was, like, a young Republican guy. And I was like, do you think you're going to change me, or do you think it's a joke? Like, which which one? I literally, in one of my answers, I'm like, don't match me if you're apolitical, conservative, or moderate. Because, like, they only allow, like, liberal. They don't, like, allow leftists on the thing. I don't, I don't list it for that reason. And then I have my little sign so people know. 
No, but yeah, so I, I like say that and then people will match me and be like, but why don't you want to date a moderate? Let's Stop. talk about it. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Don't fucking play devil's advocate with me. I'm not doing me. any more free labor. This is so I'm annoying. It's not fucking it. cute when you vote against human rights. You just had a cute neighbor walk by, by the way. There are a lot of cute neighbors in my That was a vote. hot guy. There are a lot of hot guys in my I'm apartment. I'm just saying, this is, this is a hot I'm not going to, you can fuck in my apartment building. I'm You're, not going to fuck don't want That's yeah. fair. I think that that's actually fine. Okay. I think that's a good idea, but have a little fun. <laughs> um, that was our next headline me not dating yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean but does that make sense you don't want to shit where you eat but I do think if you wanted to have some fun you try it out okay tropical storm K hit California You did you experience I was in the Palisades all weekend so did you experience the rain out here it's destroying my apartment building. Oh, right. You said that. <laughs> like, my, my neighbor's roof fell you through. There that. was like a 10-foot hole because the fucking roofers this summer who were here for weeks, by the way, just making loud-ass noise. I work from home. Doing nothing? No, were they were making loud-ass noises. And every time they work on the roof, their shit falls through my window. And, and they were making loud-ass noises. Apparently, they took the money and ran. Even and then they, they never and... and then they never fully fixed the roof. And then they never got someone to fully fix the roof. And then... A bunch of my neighbors got, like, their apartments got destroyed and flooded. And my roof has, like, a stain in it now and my ceiling. And I'm like... Oh, my God. I can imagine with the popcorn ceilings, that was probably an extra big mess. But also, like, the ceilings, there's, like, heaters in them. What do you mean? Like, you can turn up a heater and it comes through the ceiling. What do you mean? Oh, like a vent? No, it's not like a vent. It's, like, the whole thing heats up. The ceiling is heated. Yeah. Or something. I, I never use it because it's too fucking hot. Don't know what that means, but interesting. Also, it's very funny to think about the guys pretending to fix the roof and just making really loud ding, noises. Ding, ding, yeah. It's like, have you seen the work video? The, I'm going to see you work, work. Oh, work. yeah, yeah, That yeah. one where she's they, like, she's like using a drill and like on a, like a big vehicle. Like she's just like tapping the side oh. of the vehicle <laughs> <laughs> or like a hammer or something. That's funny. The good news about Tropical Storm K is that it broke the heat wave we were having out here, which was very deadly. And it also helped tamper down the fires in Northern California by making the ground wet. The bad about Tropical Storm K was it was the first hurricane slash tropical storm to pass by Southern California in 25 years. It's definitely the result of climate change. It caused flooding and power outages and, as you experienced, apartment damage. It came off the heels of rolling blackouts out here caused by the heat waves during which the state asked private citizens to use as little as power as possible. Fucking insane. Which is insane. And like, I guess we're just used to it at this point, but every time that happens, I'm like, does the Grove shut off any of their lights? Like, do, do they conserve energy during this time? Or are they still blasting every store full of AC and have like all of their lights on? How about you shut down like private airports? How about that? Dude, literally, literally. Or like, what if we stopped I mean, this pertains more to how during extreme droughts, like the one we're experiencing now, you were not allowed to use any extra water, which means you're not allowed to water your plants, you're not allowed to wash your car, like you're supposed to keep water usage low. Why is that's never asked of private golf courses? They've just started shaming the celebrities who overused or whatever. Like Kim Kardashian used by, like hundreds of thousands they of gallons. They over their allotted. Gabrielle like, Union and Dwayne Wade. I don't want to hear that. One. I know, but I they hear that one. they use thousands of ga- tens of thousands of gallons. Ugh, guys, mom and dad. I know. Stop. You literally look like you're about to cry. <laughs> I love I love them so much, and I'm like that's I love them so too. But that's part of it. They they put out it. that brand, and then they they're fucking using all this water. We also buy into it. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, we do because we need an escape. Taylor Swift's private jet vibes. Mm, truly. Anyway, that's that. Fun story. When I felt the humidity and the wind, 
I was like, this feels like Santa Ana wins from like when I was the year after I was in college. Mm -hmm. And I was in the area and I remember I was parked in Pasadena and like two trees fell down on either side of my car. Like I couldn't leave for a while because I couldn't go out in the storm. And like during that time, my friends who were undergrads were like literally couch surfing. Like they took a couch and a sail and they were like actually surfing because of the wind Wait, through the where? streets, through, the, through streets? the streets of Pasadena. Were there rolls, like wheels on the couch? I think it was, I think they probably put, put it, it on, on like something, but I, board. yeah. Yeah, they we were literally, do that. yeah, we should do it. We that should have more fun. fun. We should do more dumb shit. Yeah, let's go kite surfing. Disney released the trailer for their new movie at the D3 Expo. Did you, I saw so many people we know I saw there, like on Instagram. Did you experience that as well? Um, the D23? Yeah. Are you talking about like the basketball? No, no. D23 is like the Disney Expo they do at the Anaheim Convention Center. Over oh, no, no, no. So no. like everybody we know at Marvel was there. Everybody we know like. No, I didn't see that. Oh, I saw so many people there. But I know like also every comic book person I know was there. But anyway, so they released the trailer for their new feature. It's called Wish. It's based on their logo which is about a shooting star. So Disney, if you need ideas, we are two writers and we'll, you can hire us. We'll of, write about shooting stars. We'll write about any part of your logo. But I'm also like, are you so desperate for new IP that you're like, what if we wrote a story about our logo? Yeah. They're going to write a thing about how Walt Disney was an indigenous person with magical powers. I actually, <laughs> like, I know that you're joking, but that's one of those things where it's like, give it two years. Yeah. And that will be out. Yep. For sure. Leah Michelle made her debut in Funny Girl. She got four standing ovations. I heard six. Oh, I, I can't read, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and after months of scheming and memes that have made the rounds around the internet, she immediately got COVID and has now called in sick. So, Somewhere, Beanie Feldstein has a, a voodoo doll that I she's hope so. breathing into. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. And I also saw this one TikTok where the, this isn't something I had thought about, but this one TikTok basically they changed Leah's costume to be more revealing than Beanie's. Yeah, where they like removed the sleeves and they like lowered the neckline. Do you know what that reminds me of? Is like, I remember when I was a kid and I was in dance competitions, I saw that they were picking costumes for like the skinny girls and then forcing every, and the white skinny girls. Cause yeah. when it was, when I had, we had to wear like nude things, yeah, they were was, like for white girls. They were like tan. So it was beach. like, yeah, it was yeah. totally off color on my skin. And I remember at the time I was like, this is wrong. I was like yeah. a kid and I was like, this is no, something is wrong about good. this. Yeah. And that's what it reminds me of. Of like, oh, but you all have to wear, you all have to do the same makeup and same hair. Or even worse, it's like, not even worse, but like similarly. And you can see it in a bunch of dance competition videos. They always make whatever the heavier girl is wear a different outfit that yeah. like covers more. I remember when I was in my master's program and I was like dancing and there were, I was dancing with a lot of undergrads. Mm -hmm. One of them was like, oh, like this one girl makes me uncomfortable because she's just like always like wearing more revealing clothes. And I was like, no, she's wearing a sports bra and shorts like you are right now. And she was like, oh. and Your body types are just different. I literally had to be like, she's not wearing anything crazy. Like what the fuck are you talking about? I really, I am like, God, fat phobia really is sort of like the last line of, do you know what I mean? Like it's going to take forever before we really tackle yeah. how deep and pervasive that goes. It's really deep. And it also affects every, like it's in so many things. It's in everything. It's, it's in, in how everything. you view everyone. Yeah. And it's really, I mean, from healthcare to like job opportunities, like it really is everywhere. Being in New York for like those four days and like being on the subway, I was like, there are real people here. Like what in LA, mean? in LA, it doesn't feel like there are real people. It feels like everyone's chasing this one body type. Yeah. True. And in New York, I, like there, it felt like there were like actual just people living 
Yeah, interesting. Well, that's it for our headlines. Our mutual aid babe of the week is, <laughs> <laughs> is the Teamsters Strike Fund at teamster.org forward slash. Yeah. Thank you. Team dash fund. Yay. I love that I have to check in with you if it's a forward slash or a backslash. We all have our roles. We all, you know what, there's, everybody <laughs> has one thing. I, I just know that. All right, well, do you have any shows or anything coming up? I'm hosting Jewel with Dana Tuesday, and then I'm doing Stepson and El Cid on Tuesday. And then... <gasps> you have so many shows. I know. And then Wednesday, I'm opening for some guy's book premiere at Stories. I don't really know who he is. Oh. But he said he would pay me $100, so we're going to see if that comes to fruition. It's like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> oh my god, I imagine. <laughs> we need to go to, Chris Smalls had like a... He's had so many so, shows know, and like music things. We need to go to one. We need to get him on the pod. Yeah, for sure we do. Drift Out Unionists. Do you have any shows? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? You have no idea. I don't, I don't, not for a little bit. I think I have a show on like Tuesday... But I've also been focusing on like training this dog in writing. I got into a writing thing. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm like writing like... Do you have the full list of people who are in it? Like do no. you know anybody else now? No. So you won't know until you get there? I won't know. Are you going to stay at your dad's place? I don't know. I think they might be paying for stuff. That would be cool. Yeah. I love that. If you guys can hear it, that's Tino getting his belly scratched. His belly scratched. He asked me so politely. He I, was very I sweet. wasn't going to... Of course. so much. Okay, we love Tino. Meeting adjourned. Meeting adjourned. I love, I'm obs- <laughs> fucking obsessed with him. He's so sweet. Oh, he loves you. You're his godmother. Ah! Thank you for making it official. Yep. <laughs>this episode of the city council podcast was written created and produced by paula biganalan and ellery smith our music was written and produced by ruby ibarra be sure to follow us at city council spelled s-e-l show on instagram and twitter for more weekly podcasts and monthly live stand-up comedy shows thanks for listening